I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. So today, we're not doing what I thought we were doing. <laughs> nope. Nope. Instead, we're doing a 2022 review. Mm-hmm. A roundup. And we had talked about this before. Like, do we do a Christmas review? I think we're going to save our Christmas review for right before Christmas in July. Yeah, we're saving it for Christmas in July so that people can listen to us, decide if they're going to want to watch a movie, and then they'll actually be able to watch the movie. Instead of trying to remember six months from now what we said they should watch. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So, we're not going to do a Christmas review, which right now, which every podcast is basically doing. We're just going to do a 2022 review. So, if you follow us on Instagram, then you know that we posted a big old poll to count down the best movies of the 2022 year on Hallmark. So we're kind of going kind of going to go through that and say if we disagree or agree. And these categories are based on the Hallmark seasons, but there's some weird overlappy thingies, so we're just going to go with this. <laughs> so for the best of the new year new movies, we had Where Your Heart Belongs, The First Wedding Veil, The Perfect Pairing, Don't Forget I Love You and Butlers in Love. And obviously Lacey's movie The Wedding Veil won out of all of those deservedly so <laughs> yeah i was gonna say we, we agree with that the wedding veil was the best of all of those movies i think the runner-up would be mm, the perfect pairing with brendan elliott and nazneen contractor yeah i agree that one was really cute yeah and so you could probably actually catch the perfect pairing since it's a wintry movie it's probably airing this month well you know what why don't I just look it up real quick? You want to know what's funny, though? This, let me see. How did this break down? Oh, okay. There was a round two for this category. So the perfect pairing did go forward with the wedding veil. But Butler's in love outvoted Don't Forget I Love You and Where Your Heart Belongs, which Where Your Heart Belongs was not great. Arguably, so yes. I could kind of understand that, but it had Chris for Russell, for some reason, I totally blanked on his last name for a second. <laughs> and Jen Lilly, which we know, whereas Butler's in Love, I still don't really know those people. So, okay. There is somebody on Instagram that I have talked to. Mm-hmm. I do not know what her name is. Because it's like, I think it's like PBS and then some numbers or something. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. And if you're listening, we're sorry we don't know your name. You can (laughs) message us and say it's me. (laughs) And then we'll use your name in the future if we ever bring it up. She made a comment to me one day is like, I don't feel like, I think she liked Butler's in Love. So I wouldn't be surprised if she voted for that one to -hmm. put it over because I think she did really enjoy it, which I do think is one of the, we say this all the time. That's one of the good things about them trying different things is, you're going to appeal to different people. Just because we didn't like it doesn't mean that people didn't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It just means that people don't have as good of taste as we do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, did you find out if that movie is airing anytime soon, Carrie? Nope, it does not have a date. What? Okay, that's very odd. What, yep. what is up with the scheduling again? I have, I have no idea. 
All right. Well, moving on to Love You Wary, which we really hate that name. Yep. But it is what it is. And this had the two next Wedding Veil movies in it, the Autumn Racer one and the Allison Sweeney. And then it had Welcome to Mamas. This was an obvious win. We didn't need to do another vote. Allison's Wedding Veil movie with Victor Webster won by a landslide. As it should have. (laughs) That was the obvious choice. (laughs) I mean, I do feel like I could see where people might be like, oh, I really like the autumn one because it was Italy or they just really like autumn or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But I I mean, you and I both agree that the Allison Sweeney movie was the best of the three anyway. Yeah. So that's why we're saying it's the obvious choice. But either one of those movies were the obvious choice over Welcome to Mamas. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Welcome to Mamas was better than we expected. Agreed. Because it had like the dual storylines of the past and the present, but did not compare to the Wedding Veil stuff. Obviously, since they're getting the second trilogy. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So those were the easy votes. Then we have Best of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries for Winter and Spring. So this included Always Amore, North to Home, and The Presence of Love. So the voters, this one was kind of close. But in the end, North to Home won. And... I, th- I think I would have voted for The Presence of Love over North to Home. I would have voted for North to Home. Hmm. So, like, they were close. Uh, funnily enough, Tyler Hines and Always Amore, that one actually didn't get a super ton of votes. Yeah. Which I think is funny. I mean, I, I didn't love that movie, so. Yeah, we understand why it didn't get a ton of votes. It is interesting because Tyler is Tyler. <laughs> People love Tyler. But I will say, unlike a discussion we're probably going to have later on in this episode, um, we haven't gotten into the Tyler Hines fan club people sending their voters our way. (laughs) The Heinies, yeah. (laughs) So that could be why also. (laughs) We haven't gotten into the Heinies. One of these days. My goal is to never be into the Heinies. Just a kid joke. <laughs> Just a joke. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, North to Home won, and we're both carries for it. I'm not necessarily. All right. Best of Spring Into Love. This had quite a few movies. We had a second chance at love we both liked. Feeling Butterflies, Just One Kiss, A Royal Runaway Romance, Love Classified, and A Tale of Love. In the end, a royal runaway romance won the fan vote, which actually surprised me. It was a pleasant surprise. Wait, which one was it? Sorry, I got distracted. What? Which one was it? A royal runaway romance. Okay. The Brant Dougherty one. Yep. In this one, we had to have multiple rounds of voting because there were so many movies. And it ended up going up against Feeling Butterflies. Mm. And it won, which shocked me because I was worried people... like. There was a lot of feeling butterfly fans for Kayla and Kevin McGarry. No, and the and that's one of the ones that we are inside the loop on. There are yeah. big people who love Kevin McGarry, and they will mm-hmm. like be like, "Hey, vote for Kevin," you know, or whatever. Yeah. They send their people our way or whatever, which we do appreciate. Thank you for sending people our way. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm not surprised that it 
made it to the finals, but I do think it was not deserving of the win. It didn't win. I know. That's what I'm saying is that it wasn't deserving of winning. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like just one kiss should have made it further, but I agree. Spring was actually a pretty good round of movies. Uh So, I mean, this one was another close vote. And I think whenever you have that many good movies in a row, it's all going to be close. But yeah. I, I kind of agree with the Royal Runway Romance because I just, I really liked it. So, well, it was really cute. I would have picked Just One Kiss because I was very impressed with Just One Kiss. Yeah. But I do think that that was my second one. I'm not, I can't remember for sure, but I do think that that was my second one. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Good voters. All right. Then we have Best of. Okay, I'm going to compile this into just the one, but we had to break Best of Summer into part one and part two. But Best of Summer overall ended up being two tickets to paradise. I'm not surprised about that. And, well, in the end, it had to go against Rippin' Time with Niall Mater. Which is weird. You think it's weird that people like that one that much? Well... I think it's weird because it's a completely different movie. And this is where I kind of get into, I was saying to you, like the voting for me was kind of weird because you were lumping them together with the time of year. And I would not have put Rip in Time. I think I would have done all the Hallmark movies and Mysteries ones or whatever you were doing, just them by themselves and voted against each other because they're such different types of movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they came out during the same time. so I know, but... Hallmark Movies and Mysteries doesn't do summer loving or summer pair. I, what, what is the summer? <laughs> it's just summer. I don't know. Some, it's just summer, summer nights. Summer nights, I think, is what they're doing right now. So like, they don't do that. They, they just have their own thing that they're releasing movies during the month of whatever. It's not like a, it's not branded as a yeah. summer movie. This still came out then. My thinking is that it's the best of that time when you were watching these movies. And so that's how it came out. Two Tickets to Paradise would have been my vote, so I'm happy it won. Rip in Time, if we had split it between the movies and mysteries, still would have been number one for me, so it would have made it to the end because I liked it better than that Heart of the Matter movie, Secrets mm-hmm. of Bella Vista. Oh, see, I, I might, was... I really enjoyed Secrets of Bella Vista. Better than Rip in Time? That one was just so different and interesting. I mean, it was different and interesting, but I I felt like Secrets of Bella Vista was inter- different and interesting, too, in a different way. Uh, Guys, we don't all have to agree. <laughs> I mean, I think Secrets is further up there. So here's how the summer broke down in the end, because we had to have another round. So, people carried forward road trip romance. I really don't get that. Really don't get that. Do not agree with that. No. They also carried forward warming up to you, which I will agree with. And then we had hidden gems, which we really liked. I'm surprised it didn't make it further. And that Love's Portrait. Love's Portrait I thought was cute. You didn't watch that one, though, did you? No, I didn't watch that one. I thought that one was cute. Um, the the hidden gems would have been my pick, I think. Over two tickets to paradise. Well, it would have been between the two of them. Mm. 
Because mm. because I think of Two Tickets to Paradise, wasn't that one in the second half and then Hidden Gems was in the first half? So no. June they and were August? They both in the second heart part. Oh. I was thinking June had Hidden Gems. Part two started with hi- Hidden Gems and it ended, if we're going off your thing, with a splash of love. If we're doing just the Hallmark ones. Okay, so if I had had my pick of the movies in that month, it would have been Hidden Gems and Two Tickets to Paradise. I do agree that Two Tickets to Paradise beats it out, but okay, I as long as it beats, I it thought out. Hidden Gems was really, really good, especially not knowing the people going into it. Yeah, it it's definitely up there considering all of the different ones they they aired. I honestly, whenever I was making these, I forgot about Mariah's Lighthouse. <laughs> I mean, it's in there, but when I found, saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, Mariah's Lighthouse. Yeah, that one. I mean, other than the other than the drama. Big scandal. <laughs> yeah. With Paul Campbell. It kind of like flew under the, under the radar, I think, a little bit, just because it also had a different feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was still a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I still enjoyed it, but it was not, to me, Hidden Gems and... Uh, Two Tickets to Paradise were both very much summer movies that were fun and beautiful and you really wanted the people together. You know, you know, it was just a mm-hmm. really good movie. Both of those were yeah. very summer movies to me. And Mariah's Lighthouse, I actually felt like could have probably been a fall movie because mm-hmm. it was kind of drizzly. A little bit you know what I'm saying because of where it was located it was yeah. in France on the coast they were wearing you know rain jackets or longer you know they weren't wearing necessarily super I thought you were going to say springy I mean it could have been springy just something that's not as much the heat of summer but then again we live in the south in the United States so summer yeah. feels like you're drenched in sweat the whole time this is true this is true thank goodness we're still in winter all right <laughs> yes. moving on we are going to say the best of we're going to say the best of Christmas in July, even though no one can watch these movies right now. <laughs> okay. So this was between my grown-up Christmas list, Campfire Christmas, and Christmas in Toyland. And Christmas in Toyland won by a landslide. Christmas in which, Toyland should have won by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. This was the right decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. That one was an easy one. Poor Campfire Christmas didn't get very many votes at all. Moving on to fall, this was another one that we had to break up into two because there were so many fall movies, although some of them didn't technically fall into that category strictly. But the winner ended up being Dating the Delaney's, and it was between, yeah, it was between them and, well, what happened was we had a round two of fall that had love in the limelight, romance and style, and dating the Delaney's. And dating the Delaney's won by a landslide. Then there was a part two with merry-go-round, wedding of a lifetime, and pumpkin everything. And there wasn't a runoff between those two parts because dating the Delaney's um, had way more votes than even those three movies on the second part. So it just won overall. <laughs> It had it blew everyone out of the water. Well, it was a good. It was a good. I mean, it was a good movie, so it's understandable. Yeah, it was not a fall I movie. <laughs> it wasn't a fall movie. It would not have been my number one. What would have been your number I, one? 
You know, I... So my number one wasn't actually a fall movie either, because if we were going to go off a fall movie, it'd have to be pumpkin and everything, right? I agree. But. Or Autumn in the City. Did you like that one better than Pumpkin Everything? You know, I liked parts of Autumn in the City over Pumpkin Everything, but Pumpkin Everything still felt even more fall to me. I agree with that. Than that one. But if I'm going off what I actually enjoyed most, I I would probably say Wedding of a Lifetime. Because it made me laugh so much. That would not. But I know that's kind of a. (laughs) Surprise. I know that's not much of everybody else's. So you would have picked Dating with the Delaney's? I did. I, yeah. Dating with the Delaney's, I do feel like, at least for the month that they were in. See, we split them up in months. and, And so we, when we've been talking about these, we haven't been comparing like the dating Delaney's month with the pumpkin everything month, right? I do think mm-hmm. dating the Delaney's was a better movie than pumpkin everything, but if we're talking fall into love, pumpkin everything was a fall movie and dating the Delaney's was not. So they like win in different ways, but dating with the Delaney's is the overall better fo- movie. I feel like, yeah, I think that that's that's true. Yeah, okay. Next up, we had Best of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Summer Slash Fall. And this had Big Sky River, The Journey Ahead, Unthinkably Good Things, Groundswell, Perfect Harmony, and Midlove Crisis. Now, I watched all of these. Did you watch all of them? Can you say them one more time again? Because I'm not looking at a list like you are. <laughs> okay. Big Sky River, uh-huh. The Journey Ahead, Unthinkably Good Things, Groundswell, yes. Yes. Perfect Harmony, Midlove Crisis. I did not watch Midlove Crisis. And I, the journey ahead, what was that one about? (laughs) That had Holly Robinson Pete and that young girl doing the road trip. Oh, then I definitely did not. I have not watched that one either. But I watched all the other one other than those two. Well, I watched all of them and I actually liked all of them. But the winner, which we probably could have guessed because of Lacey, was Groundswell. But it was pretty close between Groundswell and Big Sky River. I agree I with that too. I don't agree with Groundswell, but that's a pers- that's a personal preference. I out of those two, I would have picked Big Sky River, but overall the one I liked the most was Perfect Harmony. Oh, so you would not have even picked either one of those movies to be in your final two. No. You would have dropped Groundswell from being in your final two. Would yeah. Big Sky River have made it though? Yeah, I, I, cause I liked Perfect Harmony best, and then Big Sky River, and then A Journey Ahead or The Journey Ahead and Midlove Crisis are kind of tied for me, and then Groundswell and Unthinkably Good Things are kind of tied for me. I love. I thought Groundswell was really cute, so I'm happy. <laughs> Most everyone else agreed with you because it won, so there's that. All right, moving on to the best of the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Mysteries, which I sadly have not watched any of these yet. So, Carrie, you're going to be the deciding person if it's right or not. So we had Nikki and Nora, the Dying for Chocolate Curious Caterer, Cut Color Murder, and the last Aurora Tea Garden movies. And obviously Curious Caterer 1 with Andrew Walker and Nikki Deloach. Thoughts? I actually don't agree with that. <laughs> Okay. 
I thought that it was a fine. I mean, we're going to do a mystery week in a couple of weeks where we're going to kind of talk about this stuff. I thought it was a fine movie and it was a, it was a good movie. I liked cut color. It was a good movie. I really enjoyed the last Aurora tea gardens because of the fact that it had her daughter and Sally's daughter playing the, the flashback version of them. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool thing. And it was, I thought it was like a well done. It was kind of more like a spooky kind of a movie. Cause it was almost like, is this place haunted? You know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But I would probably put the one that I think I enjoyed the best, I think would probably be Nikki and Nora. Hmm. Um, I thought it was really well done, but we'll talk about it more. Like I said. Yeah. I got to watch these still. I hate watching them when they just start though. You should watch them before we talk about them. I know. We had this conversation way back when, when you had to do the mysteries and I hadn't watched any mystery. Remember those days when I hadn't watched one mystery movie? Yeah. And now you've watched a lot of them. And now they're now making like 95% them. of them. I know. And they're start making you start all over again. I know. At least they were all pretty much done. But it's annoying. Okay. Last category. So we're not going to fully get into Christmas. But we did have a best of countdown to Christmas. And this is where people wrote in their choices. And then we tallied them and had an actual voting poll so the four favorites were ghosts of christmas always we Mm -hmm. wish you a married christmas three Mm -hmm. wise men and a baby and Mm -hmm. i felt like this was out of nowhere the gift of peace well neither one of us watched that movie (laughs) no i mean i'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be there but i was kind of surprised that it it had that many people voting for it out of all the other possible movies i don't know it was also towards the end, though. It was one of the yeah. last weeks, so I do think that that's helpful. I think the fact that We Wish You a Married Christmas was on there, and it was so early, and even Ghost of Christmas Always. Now, this yeah, is where the we... first week. Yeah, this is where we get into the um, issue. The Palaha Parade returns. <laughs> Return of the Palaha Parade. <laughs> and while we... Do love Christopher Palaha. We do not necessarily feel like this is the best Christmas movie of the season. It was one of the better ones. It's in the top half for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But if we were to pick, I mean, I would probably say Ghosts of Christmas Always and then Three Wise Men and a Baby is like right up there one, two for me. Yeah. And then I would even add, I agree with those two. I also really still loved a kismet Christmas, which was also, oh, yeah. I think that one was the first weekend and Ghost of Christmas always was the second weekend. And isn't it crazy? Those first two weeks were like so strong. And yeah. They just stuck with you. Yeah. And they really did stick with me. And then like, I'm all, I think I was almost the rest of the Christmas season comparing how mm-hmm. I felt with how I felt about those. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe they should have like spread out that Christmas magic a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Now, the gift of peace I heard, like, I've seen a couple people post on stuff. I try to avoid paying attention to what other people are saying about movies until I see the movies. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple of people, I can't think of what her name is. There's this one person that does, like, a very simplified, here's my thoughts, like, couple of sentences kind of a thing. No spoilers, no real overarching opinions. It's just kind of how did it make her feel 
kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those I would read and I'd be like, oh, okay, that's interesting to see that, you know, people are feeling that way. But it doesn't, it didn't like change my opinion necessarily because that's what I'm always afraid of. I feel like (laughs) me doing this is like you writing books where you're like, when I'm writing, I don't want to be reading because I don't want to steal other people's ideas. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be influenced. (laughs) So I was like, okay. Um, but I did, I have seen a couple of the gift of peace and the only reason I haven't watched it is because I just have this feeling that it's going to break me and I don't want to be broken. I want to be happy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to cry right now. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'll watch it eventually though. Maybe in July. (laughs) It'll probably be before then. But then again, I haven't watched any of the mysteries from last year and it's been almost a year. So there's that. All right, so that wraps up our 2022 year in review. Can you say if you have like an absolute favorite movie for the entire year? Absolute favorite movie for the entire year. Probably Allison's Wedding Veil for non-Christmas movies. Interesting. Okay, I was going to say it's hard with Christmas thrown in there because I feel like Christmas just tops all of them. I agree. But if I'm going off of non-Christmas movies, I'm going to say, hmm, this is a toughie. But you know what? I Well, you know, I'm going to say it anyway. I want to say Two Tickets to Paradise. Okay. It was very good showing. It was good. It was. It was. So... Best or favorite movie of the year. That's rather, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that wraps this up. And next time we are going to have a news and nonsense episode because we haven't had one in forever because we've been consumed by Christmas. And there's been a lot of news and nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to lump in um, the February premieres in that one. And Mm -hmm. we have a little update of what we're planning to do for the year also. If you want to, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Love and Nonsense Podcast. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to us. And it would be great if you could leave us a review for Love and Nonsense Podcast. It helps other people find us and listen to us. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.